Hi friends, welcome to Mother and More, a podcast with me, Caitlin Soule. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm a wife and a mom to three kiddos. I am passionate about helping people make the changes they want to or need to make so that they can live their best life. I'm on a mission to modernize therapy, talk about mental health, motherhood, and really just life in a way that's real and helpful. In my journey to doing so, I will share stories from my own experience and tools and skills that I teach my clients in my clinical practice in hopes that you feel a little bit more inspired to lean in, to deal with the tough stuff, and revel in this beautiful, messy thing called life. Hi guys, uh, welcome to this week's episode of Mother and More. Thanks for being here and listening. I'm going to keep this one really brief. I want to be able to talk about uncertainty. Uncertainty is always coming up for me in my own life, just like yours, but in my practice because I specialize in treating anxiety and I work with people who are wanting to change the way they're, the way they're thinking or behaving so that they can live a better life. If there is one common theme that I see when it comes to anxiety disorders or just experiencing anxiety, the one thing that goes across the board or underlines everyone's struggle with it is this idea of having a hard time handling uncertainty. So I'm going to give you examples of what that looks like for people. So for people with generalized anxiety, it's really hinging on their ability to deal with uncertainty. So Maybe they worry about financial things, or maybe they worry about safety or their health, right? If they have generalized anxiety, it's all of those things. Um, And what makes them feel safe or protected from their worry is being able to plan things out in a way that feels thoughtful, in a way that helps them, like, sort of prevent the worst possible outcome, right? So they start to go into planning or fix it or problem solving mode because this idea of not knowing the outcome of things in life feels so scary, it's so adversive that they've formed this belief that if I can just stay on top of it, right? Or if I can just plan for the worst or if I can just worry enough, it'll keep me safe. So there's a really good example of avoiding uncertainty Think of the people that you know who tend to be warriors and think about the fact that they're always trying to plan, right, for the what ifs. And for when it comes to things like OCD or disorders like OCD, um, the, the whole point or the whole kind of issue that people face with OCD is that they can't be certain that the thing that they're worried about isn't true. So they know that it's likely not true, but since they can't be 100% certain, They feel like they need to do something to get rid of the bad feeling or the distress that they feel when they have that worry thought. So I'm going to give a a little bit more of a clear example because OCD can be tricky. I know I've talked about it before, but OCD isn't being really clean. It isn't about just being super organized or um, like caring how things are in your home. OCD is obsessive compulsive disorder is a real psychological disorder that's uh, actually a neurological disorder and it's about having a distressful thought or worry that you cannot get out of your mind and then doing having to do something feeling like you need to do something to get rid of that worry so that's where the compulsion comes into play the obsession is the thought and the compulsion is the thing that you're doing to get rid of that worry 
Well, because we can't be certain that that worry thought isn't true, people with OCD will then get into this really tricky loop of compulsive behavior and think that as long as they do this thing um, to kind of stay safe, right, that the fear or the worry thought won't come true. Now, since we can never get 100% certainty in anything in life, I want you to think about that for a second. Um, We can never get 100% certainty in anything in life. Um, This OCD loop continues, this worry loop continues, the anxiety loop continues because we're just not going to find it, okay? So, I know I'm talking really fast and throwing a lot out there, but I want to get to the good part, which is how can I help you think about uncertainty differently, consider your relationship with it, and then decide how to move forward. So, I want you to think for a minute, what do you do? in your own life when a situation comes up that makes you feel uncertain whether that's you need to get some blood work done because you've been feeling tired so then you have to sit and wait for the results for a few days or a week what comes up for you sure anxiety fear it would for all of us but what do you try and do to get rid of that do you sit with it do you let it be there do you avoid do you numb do you check do you look for reassurance Or what do you do when your child is having a new behavior that you don't understand, right? Besides trying to help them understand it, which I think is just what we do as parents or as caregivers. But what comes up for you, that uncertainty of not knowing how it's going to end or what directions it's going to go, what it's going to turn into? How do you handle that feeling and what do you do about it? Do you go into fix-it mode too quick? Do you panic? Do you avoid? Do you numb? What do you do? Think about that for a minute. And if you're like me and everybody else, you don't do well with uncertainty. You likely don't do well with uncertainty. So what if I told you that I could help you learn how to not just like tolerate it, but to actually welcome it? Because you know that it's the thing, it's the one skill you can learn that will help you live a life that is more free and more full. And it's the simplest skill in the world and the hardest to put into action, right? So I'm going to tell you that all you have to do to learn how to welcome uncertainty and even look for uncertainty is to learn to sit with it, to fight all the urges that you have, all those primal urges that you have to go into fix-it mode or runaway mode or avoid mode or numb mode and just go into this like zen sitting with it mode. Maybe not zen, right? That's a little bit over the top, but just sitting with it. I want you to visualize something for a second. I want you to visualize that you're at home and that somebody's rang your doorbell. And you open the door, and instead of a person, it's uncertainty. It's just this like life force that looks like uncertainty somehow in your brain. Maybe it's a ball of fire. Maybe it's a chaotic ball of gray and black. I don't know. Maybe it's none of those things. But I want you to visualize it for a minute, showing up at your door. Now, the knee-jerk thing to do, right, is slam the door in its face and say, tell it to go away. I don't want you here. I don't need you here. You're not helpful. 
but that's only going to make it continue to ring the doorbell more and more and more and more. So instead, what I want you to do is visualize opening the door, looking at uncertainty square in the face, right in the eye and saying, I see you. I see you and I welcome you. Come on in. You can be a house guest today. But there's lots of different things going on in this household. It's not just you here, uncertainty. There's lots of different things going on, right? So I'm going to allow you to be here. You can come down. You can sit with me. You can have dinner with me. You can hang out with us. But I'm not going to allow you to be the only thing here today. I want you to sit with that for a minute and really think about that. Visualize it. Okay, so this is about helping you shift your perspective or your relationship with uncertainty to shift from a place of intense resistance to acceptance and even welcoming. And sometimes that does take some mindfulness exercises. So that can be visualizations, that can be meditation, that can be just sitting with it. You know that saying, what we, resi- what we resist will persist? That is so true, especially when it comes to uncertainty. So now that you get a chance to practice, and I want you to keep practicing that, maybe you do that visualization for each morning, every morning for a week. And as you do that, I also want you to then be actively looking for things that are uncertain in your life, seeking out opportunity to be uncertain. It can be simple, it can be small, it can be like, hey, um, you know, you're going out to eat with your husband or your family, or, you know, and you're and instead of picking where you go to eat or planning it, right, you're just going to like leave it up in the air. Maybe that's already something you do. Maybe you like that. Okay, then that's not a good one for you. But you know what it is. Think of the thing in your life that you've been avoiding or um, resisting because you're afraid of, of not knowing. Maybe that's finally making that doctor's appointment to get something, to get your checkup or your well check or doing that blood work. Right, And instead of like Googling all the things that could go wrong or be wrong, you're just going to sit with the uncertainty of not knowing what might be there. You don't have to sink in it. You don't have to drown in it. You just have to let it be there. Or maybe instead of trying to overanalyze, I'm a big, big, this is a big thing for me, trying to overanalyze behavior, whether it's my children's behavior or my husband's behavior, my partner's behavior, I'm just going to be like, hmm, I don't know what that was about. And I'm going to practice just letting it be there and not having to fix it, not having to analyze it or solve it. The point is, you guys, it's going to be different for everybody, how they, how you choose to allow uncertainty to show up in your life. But you can start by allowing a little bit of it to come in each day. It doesn't have to be big. In fact, I really think that one of our biggest kind of like obstacles to change is that we adopt this belief that change has to be sudden, immediate, now, fast, effective. And that's part of our our culture's thing right now, right? Like fix it, five ways you can feel better, 10 ways you can lose weight, all those things, quick fixes, right? They aren't real. Actual change happens over time with practice, with falling down with making mistakes with getting back up and then getting reinforced remembering like oh yeah this is the right way 
and I'm going to keep going regardless of the obstacles I come across. So takeaways here, whether you're doing the dishes or doing some chores or just like driving and you're wanting to be, you know, kind of dive more into this concept of uncertainty and how you can welcome it into your life. What I hope for you to take away is one that you can shift your relationship with uncertainty by doing some mindfulness exercises, by doing some visualization of what it might look like to open the door for it, by meditating on it. There's some great guided meditations and and apps out there like Headspace or um, Simple Habit. Just five minutes of meditation a day can really increase psychological flexibility and allow you to um, open up your mind to the spectrum of emotions that we experience, uncertainty being the most difficult one. So first, I'm going to consider changing my relationship with uncertainty. Instead of slamming the door on it, I'm actually going to open the door to it. The second thing is each day I'm going to actively seek out uncertainty. I'm going to find small ways that I can open the door a little bit wider each day to uncertainty. And the third part is I'm going to be graceful with myself. You know, um, the definition of grace, I might be making this up, but I think the definition of grace essentially is this idea that you're giving something exactly the opposite of what it deserves, right? Or what it feels like it should deserve. So if you feel like you're making a ton of mistakes with it or you're struggling, you're going to give yourself room to just be human and to recognize that you're on a path, you're on a journey that takes time. So you're going to give yourself room to make mistakes and to learn and to keep going and to recognize that this change will not and does not happen overnight. And at the same time, it will be the thing that helps you find more joy in your life, more acceptance, more room for just goodness. So those are my random thoughts on uncertainty. Um, not random, not the, the thoughts aren't random of themselves, but maybe the way in which I'm saying them because I'm just like sitting on the floor here flowing with it. Um, but I hope you got something out of it. I want you to at least reflect on it. And I'd love to hear what you think about this idea of uncertainty or even how it challenges you and where you're at in the process of working on it. So what I'm going to do is after this episode airs on Sunday, it's Friday right now, um, I'm going to put up on my Instagram page at mother underscore more, I'm going to put up a question tag or a prompt to be able to share your own experience with uncertainty. I think it would help people to see that so many other people struggle with it and help people to also see how people are learning to deal with it. So let's do this work together. You're not alone. And I'd love to hear from you. So check out my Instagram page at mother underscore more. Follow along. We'll do a little exercise together on Monday around this idea. Okay. As always, I hope you guys have a beautiful week. I hope that you are um, finding some room and space for yourself to just be and to not also feel like ironically as I'm talking about improvement and growth to not always feel like you have to be on the chase or the hustle to be better but that you are already good enough just as you are and thanks for being here and being a part of this you guys um, I really wouldn't I, I 
I've had some really awesome, loving, supportive feedback lately. And um, as I've talked about very openly before, being um, having having a podcast or talking or sharing stuff on social media or writing in and of itself can just be really vulnerable. So I really appreciate your feedback and your support. And let's keep it going. All right. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Mother and More. If you like what you heard here, please take a moment to go on iTunes and subscribe. Either write a review or share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram with which episode you liked and maybe what you got from it. My Instagram name is at mother underscore more. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're interested in finding out more about the kind of work I do or even working with me one-on-one via remote or in-person sessions, you can check out my website, which is therapywithcaitlin.com. Cheers. Thank you.